Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Love in the Year 1970. It was 1970, along about the time I was playing the piano for my class and singing Pass It On and folksy Kumbaya, we learned another song, They'll Know We Are Christians By Our Love. Remember that? By our love, by our love, yes, I'll know we are Christians by our love. The sound was influenced by the 60s movement. And certainly, its message of peacemaking was, too. Huh. A timeless message, I guess. Christians and love. Hmm. Do they, folks, know we are Christians by our love? Actually, research has shown that scores of people have turned away from Christianity because they have found the opposite to be true. Christians are more readily characterized as judgmental, hypocritical, homophobic, and cliquish. Oh, man. I believe this generation of Christians will have to answer for that one day. And yet, no one ever loved like Jesus. He took time with people. He preferred the company of avowed sinners more than the overtly religious. He wasn't afraid to show emotion, and he shattered all the first-century mores in his treatment of women and others whose society spurned. People liked being around Jesus. And because of his ultimate sacrifice, and only because of that, we can know the love of God the Father and communion of the Holy Spirit. The Trinity, a perfect community characterized by love. Paul finishes out this portion of his letter to the Romans in most emphatic terms, expressing that no one and no thing could ever separate us from God's love. Take a look. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. That was from Psalm 44, where the psalmist refers to Israel's suffering as a nation. Hmm. Again, another timeless message? Paul continues, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans 8, verses 35 through 39. When I was an English teacher, I stressed the value of good writing and passionate word choices to convey meaning rather than the overusage of the exclamation mark. Know what I mean? Paul does a masterful job conveying in the strongest terms possible, covering all of the bases that no one, no thing, and no circumstance will separate us from God's love, ever. Rather, even when life is at its most tumultuous and rough waters are raging around our heads, God's creative love can turn a situation for our good. We are more than conquerors, Paul wrote. How can you and I be more than a conqueror? If we win, isn't that what we're after? I think that we can conquer something and still lose a battle. We can win an argument 
and not feel at all satisfied. We can finally drop those last five pounds and then think, so what? Whereas with Christ, we can know true victory. It's complete. Paul knew what he was talking about. He had earned the right to reference life's trials. Everything he mentions here, he had experienced. And so, he's not just trying to give us information. He's trying to persuade us that what he is saying about God's love is not only true, but that because it is true, it can radically transform how we think and live. Indeed, perhaps when we fully understand and embrace that there is nothing greater than God's love, that he offers it freely to us, and that nothing can ever take it away from us, then others will know we are Christians by our love. What do you think? If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Real Life Bible Teaching, and then Morning Briefings, and the title is Love and the Year 1970.